guys. I am Comics Podcast. I am Josh Casper, and with me is JJ Kirby. You know, live at the Derby. And how we do it? Get your shit off the curb. Get it off, or we'll take it off. No, I get it. Like you know, basically, my name is Kirby. Buy yeah. your shit off of me. <laughs> but get your shit off the curb. You know, but you know, if you're janky and your shit is on the curb next to the street, get your shit off of that. But yeah, someone's gonna take it. It's a play on words. You know how we do. If you don't, educate yourself. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, we just did something uh, like an hour ago. What was that, Jay? We went to... We went to SoCal Comics, and I, like we didn't get the chance to go and participate <clears throat> in the comic uh, signing that they do, like, you know, comic day signing scenario. They, they do a signing Saturday, which is um, not every Saturday and not every month. Right, 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 but right. Every maybe every then. three months. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I tried to go to all of them, but couldn't go to the, this one because my brother was uh, up late doing things. And then when I got home, it like 7 in the morning. I was like, ugh, this is not going to work if I'm trying to get together with you at 9 yeah. and uh, be present all day for the for the scenario. And you never know what's up. You know, We need to advertise those things more, promote more, and get people to come out to SoCal Comics and make it more of an event. But um, And they have great, like, great deals, deals great selection, all that shit. Every, staff every signing Saturday... Cool. They always have a deal. Like me and Jay came up on some uh, dollar freaking uh, volumes, mm-hmm. like some dollar trades and dollar 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 um, prestige format books. So you know how to do graphic novels and um, you know the nice, nice cardboard stock covers and stuff and the the limited edition four issue series and stuff. Yeah, got those for a buck each. Love it. Yeah, they had like the hard covers with like thirty percent off. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. had like three shelves of just uh, dollar comics. Yeah, like 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 all the graphic novels, like double size issue things or whatever. Bucky stuff like that's cool. So um, I, I got bought, a lot of them. You got a lot of them. You did, and you're and you're the digital cat. So since you're the yeah. digital cat, I'm like, oh, you buying some physical books? Look at you trying to grow up. Okay, right. whatever. You know, get it in. I'm a big boy now. You know what I mean? You know, I don't poop my pampers no more. <laughs> but um, yeah, I like we should uh talk about what we get. Like, what did you, what did you get? And I will show you what I got. I even break down why I got it. Well, I, I don't think it's. I cool. didn't bring them with me. They're not. What? They're still in the in? car. You, um, you, you, dude, I got like twenty of them. So you, you, okay. Well, but now, I mean, now, now those... that just means we're gonna be looking at mine. So well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, I still remember what I bought. Oh, do you? I bought a uh, surprisingly a lot of Batman. Because there was just a lot of... Bat- Batman is one of those characters just has fucking thousands of stories, same as Superman. True. He's been around for years. Like, there's always a different story that you probably never read. And just to, I found a lot of the Trinity. And mm-hmm. for you who don't know... I said use. Yeah, you <laughs> like, who don't know. Yous, hey, use. Um, Trinity is always Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. But they did a limited series breaking it down or exhibiting that. Yeah, this one was just, I think this was just like five issues that they turned into one volume. And then I got another different Trinity from a different artist. Uh, different team? Yeah, it's just an entirely different person. And then oh. I got Omac, which she told uh, me. John Byrne like, Omac. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. There are three of them. When there's, there's four of them, but there was only three, so. Now you're going to be on the hunt. Yeah, I'm going to get the last one. Which is cool, because that's like the thrill of being a comic book collector or being in comics. Like, ooh. I got this series. I want to complete it off. Or I want to read this story and complete it off. I'm on the hunt now. Yeah. Like for me, I got all four issues of Old Mac, and I love them. I was on the hunt forever to find them. Yeah. They're hard to find like that. But um, 
at SoCal Comics, they had them. I was so stoked. I was like, hell yeah! Dude, that place, if you need a comic book, they will most likely have it. Because it's, it's a big freaking place. And right up in the front is just the newer stuff. And then they have an aisle of just like singles. And then all the way in the back is when they have like the fucking older stuff. Dollar comics and everything like that. Uh, you gotta love that. Like a lot of old school stuff. Like, I love it. I like to go there and just, you know, just peruse the boxes. Yeah. Makes it lovely for me. So, like, <laughs> yeah. The game up on this uh, Superman Wonder Woman uh, four issue series where it's like, it's called Whom Gods Destroy. And it's supposed to be like, um, I got it because I'm like, yeah, Superman Wonder Woman, like that. Drawn by my dude Dusty Abel. Yeah. Chris Claremont on the writing. Sure. I'm down with that. It's an Elseworld story. Let's have some fun. And you found all four of them, too. I know. I was like, yes. I love Dusty Abel's artwork. It's like super fucking solid. And like super nice guy, too. I know that uh, I think he was actually into bodybuilding. So when he draws his characters, they actually look like like real physiques. To, yeah. You know what I mean? How, how real physiques will be and everything like that. And... um. His faces and you know women and dudes. He like he draws realistic looking people, but it's still like graphic. You know, kind of like Mike Mignola, big you know big chunky yeah, blacks yeah, and stuff like Superman that. Nice, just, nice, yeah. tight, lean line weight, like lines, and then like you know his um his grade his grads from thick to thins are fucking like shark teeth. They're very, very triangular, which which is which is clean, very clean, very graphic. I love his shit. And uh, he didn't do a lot in comics, but he did do a lot of things that I, I caught my eye. You know what I mean? Like a lot, yeah. of, a lot of DC stuff. Man, but I don't think he ever worked at Marvel. But um, love his shit. Love his shit. And so I was like, yeah, that was a come up for mine. All four of those issues? Hell yeah. I can't wait to sit down and fucking just digest them. You know what I mean? See, see what's up. Because I love it. And then I came up on a Superstar. As seen on TV, um, this was Kurt Busiek and Stuart Imonen, uh before Stuart became more popular as, Spy- uh, as Spider-Man artist and DC yeah. and Marvel and everything like that. But this was this was like when, when Kurt Busiek and like other writers were getting together to make their own comic line. Okay. So it was going to be called Gorilla Press, I think. What was it called? Um, yeah, Gorilla Comics. So that was supposed to be Kurt Busiek and, and a couple other, you know, big name writers. I forgot off the top of the dome. But them getting together and be like, oh, we're going to do our own thing. You know, if, if Jim and them can do Image, yeah, we're going to get our own shit and be just writers. Do, you know, get, you know, pulling talent and using our funds to do what we got to do and own our characters. So this was an attempt for them to make a character that was like, like a Superman character, but was powered by, I think, by how many people believe in him. Yeah. So he's on TV. He's a TV star, so he gets people to believe in him, and uh, he gets powered up. But it's also having to deal with the politics and bullish of being in Hollywood. Yeah. So he's like, ah, I hate this, but I need it. And it's like I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be a good guy and be a hero and everything, and I need people to believe in me so I can yeah. be powered up. And this is a great way to fucking get them to, you know, check for me. But I hate this. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the conflict. So I was like, oh, I would have got. I wish they would have did more. I was down with it. See, like you know, who his rogues gallery is and the the conflict and how his character changes and whatnot. I love it. And, and Amona's artwork definitely became like you know 
what it do. So Gorilla Press is basically... It ain't around no more, though. Yeah. They, they got, you know, like I said, it's, I think if I had to say, from my opinion, what happened with them, that they're amazing writers. They all got together. Big name writers, like Kurt Busiek, he ain't hanging with no, no scrubs. You yeah. know what I mean? But I think the thing for them was, I don't know. It felt like, I think the other, the other concepts that came out were like too cerebral or too yeah. deep. For mine, for mine. If they're gonna do superhero shit, then bang it out. Cool, you know, continue with it, stick with it. I was down to ride with this, but it's like, I think the themes and, and characters that they did were too cerebral, too. Not nothing. There's nothing wrong with being cerebral, but but too over people's heads, I guess. Yeah. Because they're like, you know, we're writers. We're gonna be writing and be clever and take yeah. it there and shit. And it's like, fine, take it there. But it's like they, we gonna write our asses off. I'm like, just just pick a dope character, dope story. Give me this premise character arc change dynamics yeah. and just run it you know you ain't gotta be too like I'm gonna reinvent the wheel just tell a dope ass story and give me a character that I like looking at I like reading I, I give a fuck about them you know I, and I wanna come back and see the next adventures that they go through yeah. so I think that's why the books they were doing didn't really cake off I wanna say they had another one called Sky Rocket Bottle Rocket or something like Rocket Girl or something I think I wanna if I remember correctly I wanna say it was like you know, in Star Wars, they had the pod races. Yeah, I think it was something like that, if I remember correctly. Rocket ships, I forgot. It was something, but I was, I was like, eh, eh. It, it, you better keep, you better keep them. I'm following you because I know you're gonna tell a solid story. Yeah. But then again, it's like, what kind of an artist you got? You know, what is your characters doing? You yeah. know, so for mine, like, eh, I, dude draws amazing shit, but sometimes I'd be like, eh, I'm not into this story like I should be, maybe. Yeah. You know. I think that was the thing with them and that, but I came up on it for a buck, and I'm fucking stoked. <laughs> then I uh, got Earth's Mightiest Heroes, the Avengers, Avengers number nine, and it's uh, they're bringing Namor back. Okay, and, and that's I a like new, the new Avengers, the one that's out now, right? Huh? That's the new Avengers, not like the new Avengers, but like it's out. It came out Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. This is the newest yeah, issue yeah, yeah. that came out yeah. of the Avengers. And it has Namor. And I haven't read it yet. I'm just, you know, like I love the artwork. You know, I was, I was checking for it. And it's David Mar- Mar- Marquise. And um, written by Jason Aaron. But I'm like, yeah, Marquise's artwork is very fucking solid. I like his shit. Yeah. A whole lot. So, and, Nam- and Namor I fucking like too. But I know that they gave him a new look. You know, he's got some shoulder pads and his hair is longer and you know he, looks still, he still has no shirt but he just has shoulder yeah, pads he swims in a shirt really I'm like it's like no he don't oh yeah that. I know I know what you I'm mean I'm like he got pants on funny. yeah nah, well is it <laughs> yeah so they got the Avengers underneath the ocean fighting you know <clears throat> sea monsters and then Namor comes out the woodworks and you know confronts them I haven't read it I don't know what's up but I love Marquise's artwork uh, the coloring is, is the, who did the coloring Oh, my dude Justin Ponzer. Oh, he's Wildstorm alumni. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the artwork, I'm, I love it. I want to see what's up with it, where the story's going with this. I'm checking for it. So, that Mighty Avengers, the Earth's Mightiest Heroes, the Avengers, number nine. I'm checking for that. Oh, I'm looking for this, too. And I'm looking at an ad in, in the book where it's, um, they're talking about the Marvel Knights. Mar- Marvel's going to be doing Marvel Knights again, I guess. Yeah. That's their more hardcore uh, line of stories. I thought it was Max. No, Max. Max is 
Well, Marvel is like this now. Isn't Max supposed to be like Max the is supposed to be stuff? dark, hard, you know, hardcore well, like that? Marvel yeah. Knights, I think, is supposed to be maybe a certain sect of heroes like Daredevil, <laughs> um, Elektra, and you know those those street those street level yeah. heroes. So it's Marvel Knights and it's like like them being hardcore or doing a thing or whatever, yeah. like you know. So they're supposed to be doing um, Marvel Knights number one. But don't worry, guys, they're not gonna do a Daredevil penis like they do with Batman. Hey, there's nothing wrong with his penis, man. <laughs> I'm made, not saying made, made in his image. I'm not saying, saying there made is, in man. his image. Don't be tripping. Like I said, there's nothing. Hopefully, if you're a man, you have one. <laughs> Hopefully. So don't be scared of looking at it. You ain't got to touch it. <laughs> that, well, that's but, just... but the point I was making with this Marvel Knights yeah. is that it's Travel Foreman going to be doing the artwork in there. And I was like, ooh, I love Travel Foreman's artwork. Yeah. Yeah. And he's... He did the Ultimates, right? Mm hmm. Yes, he did, and uh, he's one of my favorite artists. But uh, yeah, so Namor, Avengers, gotta get with that. And then there's um, the New World by Trad Moore, and he did uh, um, Luther Strode. Yeah. So his artwork has developed and changed over the years, like you know, like like an artist is supposed to. And I love it. So like in the original stuff, it was you know, okay, good Luther Strode at the beginning. I, I got I got it. Yeah. But then his artwork just changed and became like. So styly, loved it. Like I said, linear line, like like his line, his line weights, the way he like his patterns, the way he, it's so clean. I, I love I love how he's stylized and so organic with how he's how he's you know drawing the shapes and everything. Yeah. But it's so clean and so consistent and so tight. Like he can he can draw like a hundred lines evenly, you know, next to each other, and they can be wiggling, but they'll all be like you know. Never touching. Yeah. They're all clean and consistent and shit. He even has some thick to thins in the lines, but it's like, yeah, they. It, I love his shit. It's yeah, it looks nice. Yeah, he pulls off some like like camera shots like uh, Frank quietly would. You know, he pulls the camera way the fuck back. Yeah, pulls it way the fuck in there. You know, he, he's cinematic. He's cinematic, and it's 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 all solid. He, he doesn't do rendering really. It's all it's all in the line weight, but his line weights are so. Woo. And when he does rendering, it's clean, so clean. I love it. It seems like some shit that you would be into too, like a story that's. You like some type of stories? Else, what do you? What the fuck? What kind of stories? You, hold on, what we get to? Let me finish my. <laughs> let me finish my selections and ask you that shit. So I also came up on this Justice League number nine by by um, what is it? Zack Snyder or Scott Snyder? Scott Snyder. And um, Zack is the the director who made the horrible Batman Superman. Damn, movies. he said horrible. I feel you. This is Scott Snyder and George uh, Jimenez. And uh, Jimenez is killing it. Like he is, his artwork is fucking banging. It's, it's, whew. it's dude. Fun. He's he's like really big now, right? Yeah. Well, like because there was um that PBS documentary that we talked about a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I found it on Amazon Prime, mm. and it's a uh, I think it was called uh, How S- Story of the Superhero or How Superheroes Change the World or com- mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. You can find it on Amazon Prime if you have it. It's three episodes. Uh, they're an hour each. They're narrated by uh, the guy who played Wolverine in X... Uh, not Wolverine, uh, Sabretooth in the X-Men Origins. Oh, really? Okay. Liev Shriver? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it shows him. It shows him that is, like, all skinny. Mm-hmm. And then I, I remember, like, looking at the pictures, like, seeing him on Instagram. He's all big. I was like, damn, dude. That was a big-ass difference. Mm-hmm. Like, in that video, he's just talking about Wonder Woman and all that. Uh, who, like, the artist? Uh, Jimenez. No, oh, oh, he was skinny and then he got big buff yeah, or something. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> if you watch it, you're gonna be like, "God damn, dude!" Hey, there ain't nothing wrong with evolving. Nah, but it's just like a. It was just a funny surprise. 
Love it, love it, love it, love it. But his artwork is amazing. I think I, I forgot the um the the original series I saw him on. What was it? Um, Earth Fifty Two. What is it? It was a DC book, and it was supposed to be about the Justice League on that fake planet they built, or something like that. You remember that? Uh, it, it, I forgot the name of it too. But it was like his was art, it was an event. Or just a regular story? Event. I won't say an event. Was it that 52 that just had the number? It wasn't 52. It was like... It was kind of like that. The 52 came out years ago. And then it's like... I want to say that... They tried to do something that was like... The ramifications of... That left a parallel Earth... That was fake and man-made. And they put people on that planet... Because they needed to put some people on that planet... That were from a dying world or something like that. Yeah. So they put them on this planet... And, it's, and they had superheroes and whatnot. And they were the different versions. I think it was DC's version of trying to do, like, the ultimate universe, kind of, but not, but just on a planet. Where they're like, oh, was we got like versions the evil of Hawkman. Superman and- no, it wasn't, the, it wasn't the evil versions. It was, like, um, alternate versions of of, oh, okay. of characters. So, it was like, you know, the Green Lantern was, I think, was Alan Scott. And then they made him, that's what, but they made him gay. Yeah. So, it was supposed to be gay Alan Scott as Green Lantern of this Earth. Okay. And then there was supposed to be like, um, who else? Hawk Girl and you know Batman, and, you know. But the Batman was kind of he had a different symbol. It was, it was like it was like it was different versions of characters from yeah. the universe on this planet or some shit. So because they all came from a dying parallel world or something and needed a planet to stay on, so they played on stayed on this planet. And they realized this planet was a a fake planet or some shit, and it wasn't able to sustain life. So then the drama was like, well, what do they do now? Yeah, they got them here. Can't keep them here. Got to go do something else or try to work it out. So I was like, all right, but that was his. First time I got introduced to his artwork. Okay. I like his shit a lot. Like I don't really fuck with a lot of DC artists. I can't even find like <laughs> like they come off lackluster to me. Yeah. After they're like like Marvel's more like, yeah, you know, let you let you flex your style. And it's always been like that. Marvel, flex your style, DC's like just be solid. Yeah. Don't don't rock the boat too much. You know, your stuff's too weird maybe. Editors may like it, but the higher ups be like, ah, I don't know if we can sell it. Yeah. Like what? You know, really? So this guy came around, I was like, Yeah, you're you're nice. It's deserved that he's fucking one of their top artists. Like his shit a lot. And um, got the Jim Lee variant cover with the flash on it. I fucks with that. <laughs> then I came on uh, back on an old school book of Batman Full Circle. Drawn by uh, Alan Davis, written by Mike Barr. Uh, and uh, inked by Mark Farmer. It's the one where Batman has to go against the Reaper. It's a classic one. If you're a fan of Alan Davis, you know what's up with it. If you're a fan of Batman, old school, you would saw so you'd be like, oh, I remember that when it came out. It's one yeah. of the prestige, you know, format books where it's just like, all right, Batman did some shit or have to solve some shit or whatever. And it's like, yeah, it's it's, it's one of those pivotal storyline moments. Yeah. Like, oh, because they did the first one, and um, it it sold well. It did well. It was it, it, I forgot specifically what it was in that story that happened that was like like Batman did this or he learned this. And it was yeah. like, oh, that was a part of you know. The Batman scenario. Then so it'd be is part that just two. one volume? It was just this one. It's like the, it's it's the one, one, one shot, one shot, one one yeah. shot. Be in and out. Yeah, one shot. You know, the Reaper comes back. They scrap Batman. You know, Fucks gotta him put up. him down. Yeah, you know, gotta put him down. But he has to make. He has to. It's almost like he had to make a choice or do something that was. You know, some, something. I forgot something happened in it that made Batman be like, "Damn, I gotta, I gotta be, I have to be better." There's always that. It's story. always that, but this is one of those stories that was like, "Yeah, Batman had to learn to be better." From this, but it story. was it was newer at the time when it came out. Yes. Oh, when it came out, it was yeah, that shit. That's, that's why you. That like, like in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. That shit was dope. Yeah. Then also came on. They're doing their True Believers. 
number one where they're like, you know what? Dollar. Old school books reprinted for a dollar. I fucks with that. Okay. So this is like the what if. They're doing a lot of what ifs. They're trying to bring that back. And it's like, what if the Fantastic Four had not gained their superpowers? Okay. And I was like, really? But then it was drawn by John Byrne. Hmm. So I was like, oh, you know I love some John Byrne. Right. So I was like, I have to go fuck with that. So written and drawn by John Byrne, I can believe it. So what if? Yeah, I'll take that. So... I don't and the even, what ifs are usually one as well, right? One issue. Yeah, yeah. Unless they want to do like you know one or two, but it's usually yeah. one, and, one, or, one or one or one and done. And then I did. I came up on um, the Amazing Spider-Man number five, uh, written by Nick Spencer, Ryan Otley on the artwork, and uh, yeah, I like I like Otley on Spider-Man. It just feels like Invincible, yeah. you know. Which that's, is that's which, why I can't read it. What really? Yeah. That shit is dope. Because it just looks too much like Invincible. And well, that's what happens when you just run a series. You run it. And I'm like, no, I'm mad at that. I get it. And I get the fact that Invincible was kind of made to like mirror Spider-Man, to look mm-hmm. like Spider-Man and Superman kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, fucking Mark looks a lot like Peter Parker. Adam Eve looks like Mary Jane. But Well, yeah, but that was... That was- that was for, for, for yeah. purpose. Yeah, so that's why it's kind of like, I already read that Spider-Man story. I don't... I don't want to read this. Well, it's, I mean, Nick, I'm, you like Nick Spencer's art, I'm still, I'm still gonna buy it because I'm almost, Why? I'm almost up to uh, Amazing Spider-Man 800. Okay. Wait, so I'm just gonna buy the next Spider-Man for some weird reason. Is I don't follow it all the time, but when there's a either. sale, I buy a shit ton okay. of it. Okay. And then I have like that series. Then you check for it. You like yeah. the binge, you like the binge it. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Because Spider Man is pretty easy and fast to read. Yeah. Because it's just action, action, some science. No, it is, it is. Action, wanna, you know, science, like action. Peter trying, that's what we like. So, yeah. yeah, I feel you. But, you know, I will say this. It's, once Invincible stopped, I haven't really been buying anything, like, you know, like, gotta have it. Yeah. Because there's nothing out there that's consistent like that anymore. Everything is like, oh, you know, starting a new number one. And it's like, really? That's what we doing? And I guess, I guess, I have to go, like, more of the independence, like, image. You know, but they don't really do superhero shit. They do like that weird alien fantasy shit that you like, and and all kind of. You would like some of it. I mean, I probably like I said, I'm not a hater. I know how to hate. I'm not a hater. Yeah, I, I understand. That's like I'm, I'm like, yeah. I, mm. But I also get the risk of like you buy it, you don't like it, you already like you can't do anything with it. For the the book yeah. itself, physical, like, the like physical if, one. No, yeah, like if you buy a physical book, I mean, you could sell it back, but no, who ain't nobody who gonna buy them. I for, like for me, what I do if I get a book that I don't like or it's just something like that, I'll be like, all right, I put them in a pile, you know. Yeah. And then at, when I'm done, and my pile's too big, I bag them up. Yeah, just you know, and, and give and give them to like a homie who likes to read comics. Who you yeah. know, who who comics are expensive, and so like you know, to be able to get a bag of comics is like, oh, that's a blessing, you know. And some yeah. some people love that shit, so I'm like, yeah, I pass it along and tell them pass it along, keep that shit moving. Like you know what? Here's some random books. You know, you read it's, them. it's funny because now that you say that, I remember when you would give me bags of them. Mm-hmm. Some of them, now looking back, it's like, all right, yeah, JJ wouldn't like these. No. Because now, <laughs> like, now it's making more sense. You're like, oh, that's not. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, because it's like superhero, but not really your type of superhero. Mm-hmm. And then the others weren't even superhero. They were like maybe some spy stuff and all. And I love that shit. Like, yep. you know, yep. I actually, I love reading the James Bond comic book. The new one that they made, they mm. made a couple years back, mm. but they're still doing it. Mm. Fucking amazing books, dude. Why that? It's, Artwork, it's writing, the, story, the story. The story. It's a movie, dude. Mm. It's basically five issues is a movie. Mm. 
So, but yeah. it takes you everywhere. The missions never stop. There's more betrayal, and it's yeah. The arts are they continuations of the movie or no? They're movies? their own James Bond missions. Okay, it, and it's it. not even a Daniel Craig drawn in. It's some different dude hmm. with just black hair, and he looks like a James Bond. That's all they and need, though. Like it's Bond esque. No, I like that though because it's it's like it's its own thing. It's like okay, each movie has a different Bond. Yeah, yeah. This comic has its own Bond, and. The cool thing is they're able to go even further back to different bonds. Like, they can just make up their own shit. Oh, of course. Why wouldn't they? Like, I, I, love, I love spice shit, man, when they when it's done right and quick. It's, I, I know it's a genre. Like, for me, like, spice shit is just like, I don't know. I don't... Did you ever read Queen and Country? Nah. That ain't my, that ain't my pretty cool, things. man. I like, I... I'm I'm a simple child. I just... Yeah. I, I'm simple. I mean, you know, just superheroes done right, I'm good. Extra, extra... Weird shit. I don't. I don't know. Like, I think I got this book. Ice. Ice. Uh, Iso. Isola. Yeah, Isola. Or in Spanish, it's Isola. I guess. Is, is it Isola? It probably is. I don't know. Isla. I S O L A. Isola. Isola. But you know, I don't have no clue what it's about. It's like oh, it's beautiful artwork, um, by Carl Kiesel, and I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I, I love his shit, and it kind of looks like um the Last Airbender. It, it that's his, his style, kind of like it's kind of like a cartoon. The way he draws, yeah, it, the way yeah, he colored yeah. and shit, is like flat and. It looks cool though. It's hella cool. He, he got it down right. It does like a cartoon, and the the, the characters what attracted to me is this tiger, this black tiger with glowing blue stripes. I was like, this shit is dope, and so uh, it looks like a cartoon. It's like some fantasy looking shit. It's it's totally like. I'm gonna buy this and I'm gonna see what it do. This is issue number three. Ain't yeah. even one. I had to go back and find you know, one and two now. <laughs> you know, you say there's four of them. I, you know, I gotta, gotta find. I think uh, there's, I think it was only five, and they said they were gonna take a break. I think until next year and come back. Mm. I think it's that one. Probably, but it is like a cartoon. I do like it a whole lot. And um, you know who you'd probably like too is the Luna Brothers. Mm, you read I think I'm familiar. You read with the Sword. I'm not. That's a superhero as it gets. Some girl, she's like paralyzed. Mm-hmm. And these like three dudes, these three gods, come to her house. And they kill her mom or dad, like the family. Mm-hmm. And that, but before they do, they're like, "We want the sword back." And then they're like, "What the hell?" They think the dad is like some three, four thousand year old man, like just some old man from some a immortal. long time ago. Yeah. And because of the sword that he had, he's like, "I don't have it." So then they end up not finding it. The daughter, the paraplegic daughter, she falls down and like on the wood mm-hmm. on the floor, it breaks and she falls all the way down in the bottom of the like house. Damn, what kind of fragile house they living in? It, well, because the um, after they killed the the parents, they burned the house down. Mm. So, like, one guy has the power of water. He can control water. The other mm. one can control fire. And the yeah. other one's earth. And then the other one's air. The elements. Yeah, so it's four books. The girl falls down, dude. Her legs are, like, cut up. And she finds the sword. And the sword, like, just gets her legs back. Yeah. And, dude, it's fucking crazy. There's certain scenes where... She gets punched by one of the gods and her jaw just breaks down. Mm. Like, it's popped off clean. Yeah. She picks up the jaw while she's holding the sword, just puts the jaw back, and then it just grows back. Wow. There's parts where, like, her legs are just chopped off, and they're, like, sitting over there. Yeah. She just All you have to do is, once you get a uh, limb chopped off, you just have to grab it. Yeah, put it back, back on. Back. Yeah. So, like, she puts her legs back with the sword. Like, she... Yeah, yeah. Fucking crazy, dude. No, that's But she ain't wearing no costume. No, no. It's just some girl in like black jeans and yeah. It's because she's just an ordinary girl, but her dad ended up being like some it's, some sort of not a god. But yeah, I will say even with like 
I think the thing for me is I don't want to read normal people doing shit. So, and I like when they do fantasy shit, don't get me wrong. And it's like, I think when you design a character, yeah. there's a way you can design a character where they can be normal people, but still be iconic or, you know, stand out. Like, you know, like whether they wear certain things, they got a certain style that they wear, hair hairstyle or yeah. wear a certain type of t-shirts or some shit, you know, like jewelry. There's a certain way you can design characters to be special amongst the populace, even when you're doing normal shit. So yeah. even if you're doing like James Bond, you draw on a dude who walks around in a, you know, th- you know, a suit yeah. and black leather gloves and shades. And it's shit to the up. gadgets. It's right, basically right, right, Batman, but, it, but it's hidden. Right, right. But it's like they said, like how he looks. Even if you don't yeah. know what he does, yeah. he look like he's going to do something. He and look like he got money. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Like, you know, you don't want to fuck with him. Yeah. And that's what the dilly is. So, like, you know, your homegirl is like, yeah, she got this sword and build it back. Like, well, okay, what does she wear? Did they give her, like, any tattoos? Is she wearing, like, a long overcoat or a trench? Or is she, like, she rocking a big hat or... You know, like, and she wear dresses, you know, that flow everywhere. Yeah. You know, is, is, she, is she dressed girly? Is she dressed tomboy? You know, like, like in the design could be so much, it's so much part of the story that I'm like, like, I haven't seen any of the book you're talking about. Yeah. I don't even know. So I'm, I'm, and I'm discerning from what you're talking about and how you're describing it. Where it's like, eh, she's a regular looking girl. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to read Yeah, because even the gods, the shit. three gods are just wearing suits. Like, why would you draw books of just I, I, it's because something, they're, something for everybody they're trying to blend in but it's the same thing with like Spider-Man you know didn't Stan Levy like I want to create a normal guy but he gets an outrageous like thing happens to him he gets bit by a radioactive spider now he has powers and now all these weirdos come out yeah only difference is they all have suits because they need to protect their identity this girl basically the same shit she's just an ordinary girl put in like well, did an they do anything thing. with the guys like you know but, like among, among normal people they look normal but then once they're around her they're just doing anything they have like animal heads or some shit did they did they switch it up at all or no, they just but normal they, looking the whole time like the guy the earth guy he conjures like a earth golem mm-hmm. and like but it's basically like dragon ball rules like they wear that clothes and then the clothes just gets fucked up and then they get fucked up but they die like each book closes the part of the story mm-hmm I dude, I mean, I really like you it. Like it. It, <laughs> it goes by quick. It's a uh, image comics. Mm-hmm. It's just called the sword. I think you would like it. You just got to give it a chance. Yeah. Because the, also the thing of the fact, or the thing is, um, she doesn't wear a suit, so everybody's looking for her because she she does murder people. Mm. In her eyes, it's all vengeance and she's killing bad guys. But in the cops' eyes and everybody else, like, oh, this chick gone crazy, you know. My chick's going crazy. Yeah. So she doesn't have that thing that Spider-Man does. Like, Spider-Man is wanted, but they don't know it's Peter Parker. Right. So the cops see Spider-Man, they're going to arrest him. They see Peter Parker, they don't know. Right. This chick was like... Secret identity. She ain't got Basically, it. it was like, I don't have time for a suit because as soon as she finds out the sword is magic, she's like, I'm going on a vengeance trip. That's it. And it's just a story that's supposed to start and end. Kind of like I said, yeah, if I was writing a story and a person about to go on a vengeance kick or some shit, I don't know... I, I'd be like, they need to, they need to conceal the identity. Maybe because I'm black. I'm like, if I'm gonna do some shit, I don't motherfuckers yeah, know it's you me, know, you know. And I, but I'm not stupid. I can't put a, a mask on and be like, "What's up, man? You gonna yeah. know, JJ? That's you, right? Then <laughs> you got a mask on." <laughs> well, I, I think it's all be, all the way that you tell the story because if you have a certain ending, that okay, she did all this. Everybody knows who she is. So there's only a couple options here. She's gonna get arrested, go to jail, or she's gonna die. There's not really a chance of her having a happy ending. You know, Spider-Man can have that. It's just the choices that you, that the story, I guess, ends she, up being. She could go on the lamb. Yeah, but 
she also puts the sword away kind of thing. Like, she doesn't want to be with it anymore. Because the vengeance is done and that's Hold it. Hold on. She is a paraplegic. She gets a magical sword which allows her to grow legs and heal oh, herself. Yeah. She she goes to the gauntlet uh, of keeping it. And at the end, she decides she don't want it. Yeah. The fuck bullshit is that? It's a what the fuck bullshit of, is that? It was just really? about vengeance. Fuck, that's corny. So now she gets rid of. Does she get to keep her legs? I don't want to ruin the ending. Mm, fuck them. You can tell me. All right, she dies. Because, the, because okay, okay. The sword. Oh, as long as she kept the sword, it kept healing her in her hand. And when she threw the sword, she threw it, throws it into a lake, and so she keeps walking. And the more she walks, her shit, her all the arms wo- all start the, falling apart. Her jaw all, falls apart. All the legs. wounds came back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the sword is only good if you have it there with you at all times. Yeah. That's well, why the dad always had it underneath the house. It was close to him. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know. Yeah. She should have. Yeah. Well, it, it was just like, hey, I completed my vengeance. I'm done. I don't need to be alive anymore because yeah, my yeah. family's if dead. It's is, very Punisher. It's very like yeah. If the theme is vengeance, in and out. Sure. Yeah. That's that's sloppy fucking jerk. You know, in and out. You know, cool. But. That's. I guess. What vengeance for mine is like, eh, vengeance, what you mad about, nigga? <laughs> well, the, you know, you witnessed your mom, your dad, and your sister get murdered. True, true. Venge- but vengeance is one of those things that eats the host. So, I don't know. I don't know. Like, well, that's, that's, why those stories mostly, that's why those stories mostly end that way. They end with the good guy dying. Or he's technically not, I mean, it's the situation. So, if you feel for him, like, like John Wick, they kill his dog. You're like, he has to kill every single motherfucker that... All the, the all that dog. mafia, not even, not just the guy who killed the dog, but the entire Russian mafia. Mm. But the movie was fucking great. Why? They steal his dead wife's car. Mm-hmm. It's just a tug of emotions. Like okay. his, his wife dies of cancer. She leaves him a car. It's a badass car, and then she gets him a puppy so she get it could help um, get him over that. Right, right, right. Like she and then they kill the dog. You know, like, that's like that's, dope, that's dog. dope writing right there, though. He's like, you know what? And yeah. that's cool. And then um. He ends up going to like gas station and put some gas. Some Russians like, I like your car. I want to buy it. He's like, it's not for sale. And I think the guy's like, everything's for sale. Or, you know, that ominous Russian. Mm-hmm. So John Wick leaves. They come in the night. They like fuck him up with a baseball bat. They fuck up his house. They take the car. Mm. And then before they take the car, they kill his dog. Mm. So they kill his little puppy. And you're like, as a, as inst- a movie watcher yeah, at this instant, point you're like instantly, fuck you guys instantly you're like fuck these motherfuckers yeah, yeah, yeah you're gonna see someone kill a puppy you're like you son of a bitch yes uh, but it was also like if you explain to somebody it's like okay it's about a car and a dog you're like the fuck but if you explain to them it's like it's because of his wife you know that's the last thing his wife left him right. she's like you keep the car cause you've always wanted it but it was always mine and this is a therapy dog or just a companion so you're not yeah, alone yeah, and yeah, sad yeah. and yeah. it's fucking great no, it makes it right. Uh, just from that, I'm already like, yeah, I can see the story now. Yeah, and it makes sense. And it, but, but that's that's good story. That's good writing. But what they don't know is that Keanu Reeves the whole time was this like old badass hitman who retired because he got married and all that. Mm-hmm. So because of that, uh, he just fucking goes on a rampage. He tries to find the guy who killed his dog and took his car because he wants to get the car back. Mm. So he like takes a fucking like mallet to the. So his basement pulls out some like coins gold coins mm-hmm. and he's like like underworld gold coins mm-hmm. his guns like all this shit he's just like a badass mercenary oh, they so call he, him the he, he's like I, y'all keep pulling me back in type shit yeah it was like I was done but then you find out that the guy who took his puppy is actually the son of like the Russian mafia boss oh lord 
And then even the the dad, the Russian mafia bala, like he hits his son. He's like, "You're a fucking idiot." He's like, "You just woke up the boogeyman." Like, yeah, you fucked. Like you, he's you, gonna come and kill all of us. Like, you fucked up. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Because in the beginning, there's this badass story that they say that John Wick killed like two dudes with a pencil. Damn. And then you never see it, right? Yeah. And then um, I think it's towards the end of the first one you see it. And then in the second one, you see he does it as well. Mm. I, I, don't, I think they don't show it in the first one. I think in the second one, they finally do it. Mm. But he, but he stabbed motherfucker up with a pencil? <laughs> he fucked, like, three dudes up. Yeah, he grabs the pencil and then just, like, stabs him, puts dude. the pencil down and goes, Cat, like, ah, in the head. Ah. And then, like, yeah, dude. You're like, all right, the stories weren't bullshit. Yeah, nah, he, he, that's a bad man, a jammer. But, nah, dude, if you've never seen him, watch one and two. Okay. And like, then, I don't know that he, 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 he ill with the guns or something like that, right? Yeah, dude. And the fucking crazy thing is Keanu actually did all that shit. Oh, really? The man knows how to fight. Dude, he's been doing, like, fighting movies his whole life, you know? Wow. Like, I remember I saw, when I saw Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah. It was, like, in the 90s. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And then The Matrix came out, and I'm like, did he know that he's doing the same movie? Right, right, right. Because Johnny Mnemonic was about, like, you, Being you put a information in your head with, mm-hmm. like, a computer or, like, a program or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then The Matrix later on came out, like, that's the same fucking but thing. But that's not the same thing. The Matrix is like, it was. It was. We're a, living in yeah, the Matrix. Yeah. We're sharing a vision, a but, conscious. But we're sharing can, this fucking world like that. And then motherfuckers who wake up to this reality, it's like, oh, the shit that we think is real is actually fake. Yeah. And all the real shit is like we're in life pods being sucked by fucking like robots. Yeah. And shit, you know, for energy, it's like, well, they're pimping us for our juice. And so that's. And like honestly, watching that movie made a motherfucker question. Is I think everybody questioned their own reality for a second yeah. after watching that movie. Like, are we in the Matrix? I really feel like we in the Matrix. And it's like <laughs> it's, it's 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 definitely those motherfuckers. Like we gonna let y'all know that y'all all need to wake the fuck up because you are in the Matrix. You just walking on your cell phone, walking with your cell phones. You just caught up, you know, in the hoopla, this and that dumb shit. You know, just get wake the fuck up. Get back, get back to the flowers, the birds, the bees. Get us a little yeah. house on the prairie shit. And this is the, the thing that I wanted to talk about since you, uh, like we're talking about Matrix was, I've never read these books, but I know you said you have, and you said that basically, not not even you, a lot of people I've talked to said that Wachowski's ripped this book off, just The Invisibles. Yeah. With, uh, what was it, Grant Morrison, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically like the same thing, computer, like computer programs and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never read it. I've always wanted to. I just, I got to find the volumes and just buy them. They ain't got the shit digitally? No, not yet. Well, they do, but too much. I, I usually wait when they're on sale. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, nah, like that was for some other shit. But like I said, it's how it's how you take it and flip it. Everything's been done, but how you gonna do it? Yeah. You know what I mean? So motherfuckers talking about, oh, we're gonna manipulate your mind with computer chips. Ever since computer chips came around, or computers, people have been talking about computers taking over shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it is what it is, it's, but it's how you flip it and how you make the populace feel what you're talking about so if they're like yeah we're gonna fucking flip it and make it where you know motherfuckers is getting programmed in their brain and reach controlling them to do something shit or whatever that's been done before yeah but then it's like the way they did it was like you know what we're all fucked with we're all we've all been chipped we've all been caught up yeah and we didn't even realize when it happened that was the kicker we're all experiencing the same thing and we don't remember when it happened. Yeah. And it's something that we could believe could happen. Like, oh shit, 
It's it, it just like, could, I didn't plug into no machine. How did they do this? <laughs> to, well, you know, how did this happen? When I get it? And it's just like, that's the scary thing about it. But the, the like the cool thing about it, because we all shared that experience when it came out. That's why it was such a pivotal thing in our society. When the Matrix movies came out, all of us was, was galvanized like, what the fuck? Are we really in the Matrix? What's really good? And so... Like I said, it took it took a year or so for, even for myself to be like, let me just not on like 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, like that's 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 some good soup. Yeah, that's yeah. some good soup. If you can make a motherfucker trip like that and have to get their mind right, just yeah, that's like casting spells. It's like you know, hocus pocus. You are gonna lose your focus, and then it's how you do it. Like yeah. watch this movie, and I'm watching the movie, and then I lose. You know, like oh shit, that's that's real. That's real casting. You know I, I, mean? I still watch that movie, dude. Every fucking who every knew now and then, I still Keanu the from Bill and Ted's Wild, or from Great Adventures or whatever would be, you know, the Keanu Reeves. A pretty big. I mean, I don't know. I know kung fu. Well, because this is the thing too is, like Nicolas Cage, he was badass when he started. Right now, he's just like, I don't want to say a joke, but he's like a running gag, I guess. It's yeah, now it's like it's Nicolas Cage, you know. I guess everybody thought that's what Keanu was going to be. They did. And he wasn't. But Keanu... Because he played it so well. He played that that, that, that dumb role so well. It was just like, yeah, this nigga really dumb. Yeah. No, fuck, this is acting. Keanu was like, nah. nah." Point Break is still probably his best movie. That was when he... I think that was when he started... Because it was... Was was it Bill and then Point Break? Well, I'm sure he did other movies before. In between them? Like, little... No, like before Bill and Ted, he probably did something that probably, we don't know about. Probably, yeah, yeah, but, probably. Well, I'm just talking about after his Bill and Ted, and then after that was maybe Point Break. Yeah, I think because that was when he that's when he got more. That's when he became the and action then speed. dude. Speed, speed. Yeah, he had Point Break and then Speed. Uh, yep. And then uh, Bram make... Stoker's Dracula, which I love that movie. That was classic. Gary too. Oldman is Dracula is the fucking creepiest thing I remember as a kid, just being creeped the fuck out. But I couldn't like stop staring because it was just the scene where there was just boobs everywhere. Yeah, and I'm a little kid, and I'm you like, like boobs. boobies. Like, I was just like, ugh, boobs. But then Gary Oldman comes up like a spider and just. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, man? Well, what's um homeboy with the with the rough voice? Um, damn, he sings. In he's he plays he, in the movie. He play he plays. Oh, Tom Waits. Tom Waits. Hey, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Jaguars come to town. It's crazy. Like growing up, I ain't never heard of damn Tom Waits before. Yeah, but I, I had one of my white homies from art school named. Uh, Monty Ag would love it some Tom Waits. That's all it takes is some white guy. It to does, it Tom does. Waits. And he introduced me to Tom. He's like, that's the only reason why I know about Tom Waits. Yeah. He was like, I love Tom. He's like, why the fuck you love this motherfucker? Oh, <laughs> things like this. I'm yeah. like, I feel like some drunk country other motherfucker. You know, just like, nah, I'm good. He's like, nah, like, like, <laughs> he's but, 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 but I really I'm like, like, I love some old dirty bastard. Yeah, all right, old dirty was a shit, and I love when he sang. I love when he like, yeah, so. Is Tom Waits the old dirty bastard of, you know, Piper's like that? Probably. I don't, I don't know. That's... I shot a man. Hey. You know what I mean? Yeah, that whole movie's like, my, do- my lord, come my lord. Like, yeah. It's fucking deep ass. That and moment. then he always has the same hair. Yeah. Always the same hairstyle, which well, is like he, a little afro. He's like, I'm about to fucking do my thing, yeah. his signature, and you're going to get the, you're going to love it. But it was it was funny though that Keanu and Winona Ryder like both of them in the movie. Yeah. Like my darling, I miss you. Like whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and Winona's voice, you know, it's just very like, yes, okay, thank you. Kind of robotic in a way. Well, you know. But people that, love it. that's the thing is, people you, talk you, like that. Those two performances, it doesn't even matter. I mean, they're part of the story. They're a main part. Yeah. But it's just everybody else that I fucking really love. Like I said, Gary Oldman, mm. fucking uh, Tom Waits. What's his name? Yeah, Tom Waits. Um, I why am I fucking flipping? He's a uh, Hannibal. 
No, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah he uh, was in it? Yeah, he was Van Helsing. Oh, really? Yeah. That's true. Ah, uh, I can't remember. Anthony Hopkins. There we go. You got it. Yeah. That, the movie was great, though. I mean, yeah, that fucking Keanu movie. And then what was it? Like, Keanu started having a bunch of other... And then Matrix. Or Johnny Mnemonic yeah. was thrown in and then Matrix. And I remember he did that fucking softball movie. Like, my mom my mom ran through it one day. Softball movie? Yeah, like some movie where he, like, he gets in trouble and he has to do um, community service. service. I remember that. It was like when everybody was doing those types of movies, though. You remember Lawnmower Man? Yeah. That was like the original motherfuckers, like, we're going to program your mind and make you fucking smart. Yeah. Producer shit, and then science going awry. That was like early. Like, yeah, like, he like the, like the dumb dude who would just cut the lawn and do what he got to do. And he, but did they volunteer? Did he volunteer for the service? I think, I, I don't or they know. abducted him? Something. Like, they, they, they experimented on him and made him smarter. And then, like, you know, be able to plug in the computer. But he was like in shit. a VR, yeah. Virtual reality and shit. Then he just was fucking control he control mechanical shit what's yeah, that yeah. and it, like was the killing people yeah he ain't controlled a lawnmower that motherfucker controlled the lawnmower I'm like it ain't wired up nah. but he can control mechanical shit yeah and it was fucking killing people with lawnmowers <laughs> so lawnmower man well, that shit was dope that actually cuts into I guess the next yeah. thing we're gonna talk about which uh, I know we were talking about movies like for a good amount but we're still gonna keep talking about it cause it's October it's my favorite month because you can watch scary movies. I mean, you can watch scary movies any time of the year, but there's just something cool about watching cheesy horror movies in October. I leave that to and, you. No, but I mean, you know some Lawnmower Man. That's that's one of them. Um, do you remember Shocker? Oh, I always reference Shocker. <laughs> like I'm the Shocker in your system. Yeah. The, the, the prisoner they got electrocuted, but yeah, electrocuted he didn't him. die. He went through the like into spirit, the wiring yeah, and shit. Yeah, spirit goes into the wires. He like, got electrical. He's trying to kill his stepson. I think it was. Was he killing his stepson or what? Yeah, because it was a. Uh, it was on last time on TV, and I was like, I'm gonna watch this motherfucker. And I just saw the beginning and I fell asleep. But yeah, oh, you buster. He was trying to get his son. It Why? was his stepson. He was trying to kill his stepson. He's like, I'm going to kill you. Like, you can't... Because ha- the stepson, like, had a shotgun pointed to him. Because uh, I think he killed his mom. Uh, and he's like, you couldn't shoot me. You're a pussy. I'm going to kill you. Ah, like, all his crazy 80s ghetto shit. Yeah, like, ah. yeah. And then he just gets electrocuted. And then it's like, his spirit just goes into the fucking wires. Yeah. And then he goes into the TV. Shocker. And everything. He was like some big white dude, bald head, in an orange prison suit. Yeah, and I think he had the barbed wire tattoo. Either the barbed wire tattoo around his head, or he had. Did he? I think he had like a. No, he had. I, didn't remember, I don't remember I, tattoo. I don't think it was a tattoo. I don't tattoo. remember tattoo. Not that I didn't remember big white dude, bald head, orange prison suit, and uh, it looked he, like a taxi suit though, like like a taxi that suit because it had the little checkers. Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the old prison suit. Yeah. <laughs> Shocker. I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I remember watching all those when I was a kid, dude. It's like, like stuff. You remember stuff? Did you ever see? No, the stuff. The stuff was. That fucked I, me I up. I know what it is, but... I was like... I remember watching that movie, and I was just like, how are they going to have this white dude up in the Arctic, you know, walking around, he comes across this bubbly white shit in the snow, and he just bends over it and tastes it. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck does that shit? <laughs> you just going to taste some shit in the... Out there, it is like he's like, hmm. What is this? New it's supposed to taste thing? like whipped cream. It's like it's like ice cream, but not. Ice. It's supposed to be like a new type of ice cream. And he takes it and he packages it up and starts marketing it to people. And they start eating the fuck out of that shit. <laughs> they loving it. And then it's like it activates somehow and it just starts turning them. It eats them yeah. from the inside. So it's like, it's like, or it, it start eating them. So it's like you come into the room and somebody's eating some stuff and it's got them all like 
Like, like, like it's like it was like a new form of the blob. Yeah. And so they would have motherfuckers plastered up on the ceiling and shit and stuff. And it was just, the stuff was eating them and dissolving and shit or whatever. <laughs> it was just, I was just like, that movie fucked me up. It <laughs> fucked me up. It fucked. Me. I was just like, the fu-? first off, the blob is like you can't can't punch it. Yeah. You can't kick it. Yeah, you can't. You, do you shit. know, it's like what the fuck. And then like that shit was like, it, 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 I, I want to watch it again so I can be more refreshed. But what the fuck? I'm sure I can watch it now. And be like, this is stupid as fuck. Oh yeah, it's stupid be, as a motherfucker. Like the, the fucking makeup is gonna be shit. Uh, of course, it's. It is what it is. Yeah. And the thing for me, I don't like a lot of haunted, haunted Halloween, you know, scary shit because I had a, I have a vivid imagination. And as a youngin', I was just like, I don't need to be walking around thinking, thinking about all this shit. Yeah. Like I said, that's that one scene in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street where Homegirl's in the bathtub. Yeah. And Freddy pops his hands out of the, out of the bubble water. Yeah. I have not ever been able to take a, a bubble bath ever since. Fuck that. Bubble bath? No, Freddy might get you. Mine is the one where he's just laying down on his back, and then Freddy just, the hands come from the bed, and then they grab him, and then they put him down in the bed. Oh, really? So I Johnny remember that. Depp. I remember that. Was that Johnny Depp? Yeah, it was Johnny Depp. He's watching TV, and he's falling asleep, and then uh, like the hands just come out of the bed, grab him, and yes. then blood just flies yeah. all like, on top. See, I remember, I remember that, and the blood was definitely, I think at that it was moment. was a lot of blood. It was a lot. It was overkill on the blood for mine. Yeah. But it's like the, the idea of it being like, I'm going to pull you in, and then yeah. blood comes out. I ain't mad at the blood coming out. They just went overkill on up like what yeah. the video. I think another thing from the from Elm Streets was uh, the scene where Hunger's laying in bed and Freddy's trying to bump the cross off the wall. Yeah, but he's pushing his hand through the wall or uh, or, or like like the wall's made of like rubber oh, yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 and he, he could that was that that trick when they did that back then was like motherfucker that's trippy. Yeah. Like ain't nobody ever seen like you know like a rubber wall that you can push your face into and you see the fucking face come out or push your hand yeah, to Yeah, you can see the details of the face. Yeah, yeah, that ah. shit was like, what the fuck? I love some practical effects. Like, nowadays oh, yeah. they would do a CG, but I'm back a, in the day, the practical effects. I'm a big like, fan of that, man. Like, I, at one time, I wanted to do that, dude. I can believe it. I was it. like, I want to be like Tom Savani or fucking Rick Baker, like mm-hmm. the guys who made just that real shit. great shit, dude. Yeah. Like, I think it was Rick Baker who probably made a... The Alien, The Terminator. Mm. I think it was him. Probably. And then uh, Greg Nicotero, he's the one doing The Walking Dead Zombies. But he's been doing a lot more. You know, he started with uh, Savani. At, uh, and Tom Savani was the one who was doing the, um, the fucking Night of the Living Dead ones. Mm. Not the first one, but I think he did the second, the Dawn of the Dead, and then the Day of the Dead. Yeah, yeah. And then I learned under him. Yeah. Dude, uh, to me, that would always be the best thing to learn because then you could just go crazy with makeup. Like, with the oh, special effects and yeah. all that shit, that'd be down. But, hmm. Nah, dude, like, I'm sure you probably even saw the Toxic Crusader, right? Or was oh, it the Toxic Avenger? The, 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 the Avenger? Yeah. Hell yeah. Those were the trauma, trauma films. Trauma, trauma? Yeah, yeah, trauma films. Yeah. The little nerd, and they throw him into a vat of fucking toxic yeah. waste. And he comes out all buff, but all ugly with, looking. With a big, like, one eye and yeah. a mop to, like... Oh, asymmetrical, but it's like he had a mop as, to his, whoop as his weapon. Yeah, he was whooping ass and getting the girls. Yeah. The girls, like, it was weird because the like, trauma is like, all right, in this world, yeah, dude gets chemically irradiated into a superhero. <laughs> the bitches love him all of a sudden, and he looks hideous. Yeah. It's just and like, he's it, all it, green. It, 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 it's like, is it because he's buff? Probably. And I'm saying, like, that's why they're like, oh, he love him. He's toxic adventure. He got muscles. But this bitch, his face is like a cabbage. It was the 80s, though. He had one big eye, one little eye. It was all the machismo, eye. man. Yeah, I know, I know. It was funny. I watched it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that's why they did, like, the cheesy. The cheesy good Halloween movies you can watch. I mean, you can watch these anytime. But I want to say the last horror movie 
I watched it was like, all right, I'm going to watch this. I'm going yeah. to peep this. I actually enjoyed it. It didn't freak me the fuck out. I appreciate it. Blah, blah, blah. It was uh, 13 Ghosts. Yeah. I like that one. Like the house, like there was 13 ghosts trapped in this house. This house was yeah. built to trap 13 ghosts for a specific reason. And it's like this, 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 I want to say this woman or this couple or whatever who inherit the house. It's uh, a guy, his kid. I think his daughter and then his daughter's like friend. They all live there. They all, yeah, they're in this house and everything yeah. and they have to fucking like survive these third, these, go in these different rooms in this house or whatever and survive these 13 ghost encounters and the whole thing is you gotta trap these ghosts in, what well, it, th- it all happens accidentally. They, accidentally? Yeah, they get the house. Yes. They inherit the house from this like, the guy's uncle, I think. Yes. Some old rich man. Yes. And then he puts them in the house. And he's like, "All right, you can have this house." Yes, it's but all, you got to stay here. All by the us. glass house. Right. But just don't. It is all. It, it is all yeah, glass. Yeah. It is but a it's glass strong, house. Like strong glass. It's like yeah, plexiglass. It's strong then, shit. And then he's like, "But just don't go like the basement." The kid wanders the basement and finds these cells that all have like the thirteen ghosts in them. That's but he can't right. See shit. That's right. And then I think he pushes a button by accident and opens all of them, and yeah. he's just walking away. And then you find out the uncle that gave him the house is still alive. He supposedly died in the beginning because mm-hmm. they're capturing a ghost in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So then you see him like in the outside of the house. He's like, all right, so now the experiment begins. Like, yeah. They yeah. were supposed to be like sacrifices. Sacrifices. Because you need some to sacrifices summon, like, to summon these. I think it was like hell or the 13th. I don't know. They needed a 13th ghost and the 13th ghost had to be, ghost had to be something of a pure light. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Had like to be like good. the kid or something like that. Well, remember, it turns out to be the wife. Because uh, the guy's wife, she dies. I think she got like burnt down in a house fire. Yes, and that's how they lost it. And yes. then she ends up being the thirteenth ghost yes. that helps them helps them survive. Or no, it's like, yeah, it's him. And then um, Matthew Lillard, the guy who played Shaggy and Scooby Doo, he also helps them out because he right. becomes a ghost too. He gets killed. Yeah, that's it was. Right. I like the design. I remember the uh, the practical effects. Yeah, yeah, was really cool. So I think I think that's why I liked it because I was like, all right, I can see the practical effects, but they're done really well. I can fuck with this. It wasn't like yeah. it wasn't gore. It wasn't like we're gonna be really scary well, was, gore. They had gory shit in there. Yeah, don't get me yeah. wrong, but it wasn't like over the top gore because I don't like like over the top like. Blah. I'm like yeah, yeah. I don't need that shit. I'd rather you be like, it, what's the story? That shit's creepy. All right, yeah, let's, it was, let's, it was more like disgusting kind of looking things. Cause well, like, I remember the dude who had to like the black dude who was like a slave. The ghost who had the, like the nails pounded in his head or some shit like that. Yeah, he had like the nail pounded and then yeah. the, like a juggernaut dude, and then there was like the big fat lady with her son that she like overfed or something like that. Uh, or the fat son, yeah, it was the yeah. fat son with the fat mom. I'm gonna watch that shit. The again. girl that like cut her wrist open yeah. with razor blades. Yeah. Um, was it like a baseball player that got ran over or something? I think so. Um, and then that crazy guy whose head was in a box. I remember everybody was oh, in for Halloween. Yeah. I think his name was the Jackal or something. Yeah, the Jackal. And then, like the. The part where the face is, like, the outside is all open. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah he was, like, like, the craziest one. The I designs think. were fucking really dope. The prosthetics yeah, yeah. and everything was really dope. It, it was before they started doing CG. Yeah. yeah the, the, I think that's why I liked it. There probably was some CG in it, but I this was remember. still... Because there was still a time when you still use CG, but you used very little of it. Because it was super expensive. Every, yeah. But you could do everything practical. What you couldn't do practical, yeah. you had to, I guess, yeah, find yeah. a way to yeah, either yeah. do it no, or no, do no, it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but it CG. wasn't like like nowadays. You know they were like, like so much on CG. It's just like, all right, you know, it is what it is. Like, well, like, But this is the crazy thing, too, is how how much Jurassic Park was CG and how much was it just models? Like the original Jurassic Park. And that was in 90, what, 6? 97? And it was good. And 13 Ghosts was like 2000-something, I yeah. believe. yeah. 
So it's... Is that even on Netflix? It's probably hard to find now. Jurassic Park? Ghosts? No, 13 Ghosts. No, like, I don't Jurassic think so. Park is everywhere. What yeah. are you talking about? But 13 Ghosts, I'm like, it ain't even on YouTube. Netflix or Hulu? I don't think so. Definitely probably YouTube. They they might if it's like a Halloween themed thing that they're doing, you know? Probably. But sometimes they do that. Because that was like, that, like, I'm like, 13 Ghosts, I fucked with House 1 and 2. I fuck with the those. one in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, I love that shit. Like, oh, that was cool. Cause it, it was, it was, it was crazy. Cause I was just like, it was like, cause I don't fuck with horror shit. Yeah, but if I do, it's certain ones. Yeah, like, like I said, House One and Two, I fuck with. They were funny a, and creepy, scary. Yeah, you know, an adventure kind of. What about people under the stairs? I remember that. <laughs> and they were just like what? Just, that was just, cannibals. They were cannibals yeah. and what? They were, were they retarded? No, Cannibal? no, no. They were just inbred. I think they were inbred. Inbred. But, and they were hillbilly Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah. People it was like, was the kid like Puerto Rican and black or was he just a black oh, kid? I don't remember. But that was like the neighbor, I guess, or he, he ends up talking to the girl and then they kidnap him. They put him under the stairs and there's a bunch of people living under the stairs yeah. and they all look like fucking refugees. Yeah. Like, I think they're the ones that look all mutant. Like, yeah. Yeah, they look all funky. Yeah. And then the guy's like, we eat all of you. And I was like, okay. Okay, Whatever. What it reminded me is of a... This isn't a horror movie, but it was more like a comedy. But it could still count as uh, Nothing But Trouble with Chevy Chase and Debbie Moore. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Remember? Yeah. With the two big babies. Yeah. And then yeah. John Candy was a woman. Yeah. And then he was a man. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was, that was, like, that was. Uh, Digital Underground. Digital Underground. Out. Tupac. Yeah, Tupac. They, Tupac. They all get arrested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, they cabinated a cameo because they did a song yeah, all around like, the world. Same song. song. All around the world. The same then, song. And then they still get arrested at the end. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Like, they were a band and they got, uh, they, their car broke down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they I were was, cannibals too. Yeah, it was the Dan Aykroyd. It was, it was yeah, Dan Aykroyd was the judge, and he yeah. removed his nose. And yeah, he yeah, yeah. Oh shit, that was a classic. Nothing but trouble. Yeah, classic. And it was funny and horror, yeah. but not gore. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because it was just like they could like with the, with the Chevy car broke down or something. Him and his girl, and they got and no. They, they got, got pulled over. They get pulled over. That's right. Yeah. By like this John Candy. John Candy is like this redneck cop. And he yeah. pulls him over and brings him to the house to like have a, a mock trial or some shit like that. Yeah, he's like, you got to see the judge, right? Right. He's like, but it's the weekend or whatever. And so yeah, like, to his house. We got to take you to the house, and the house is like some just rickety, a big junkyard, big junkyard, big fucking junkyard. Yeah. And then in the back, they have like when they sentence people, they have a roller coaster that takes you to your death. Yeah, like and a then death they coaster. Eat you. Yeah. Very arcade for you Marvel. See, you see the blood come out and then bones. Because like they throw you through a grinder. Yeah. So the roller coaster goes down this little short roller coaster to this junkyard, and then at the end, it's this big ass <laughs> fucking like grinder pit yeah. with a mouth, like the big picture of a dude's face. I think, it's, I think it's a picture of like the devil or a demon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go into his mouth. Yeah. And it's just like a wood chipper. Yeah. So then you fall out, you, the, the, the roller coaster comes to an end, you fall out the damn the, the cart, and you go into the wood chipper, and it spits yeah. the bones out. The, the car actually stops. Cause you don't have seat belts, I think, or or the the top of the seat belt like comes off and yeah, then it stops and it throws them yeah, into the yeah, wood chipper. Yeah, 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 and that's that's your judgment. Yeah, that was crazy. Nothing but trouble. That was classic. Yeah, Brrr. yeah. You get a you get a bell for that one, I, dude. I just remember watching like weird because I had the black box, and you know if you know what the black box mm-hmm. is, it was just free cable, all cable. You had the pay per views, the Spice Channel, yeah, fucking the. Um, the, the channel that I missed the most was the fucking TV Guide channel. I would just look at that all day. I would too. You want to see what's missed, going? Because you miss if you, you miss, miss it, what, you gotta wait. You gotta wait till it, come, it scrolls back around. And then when it comes down, you like blink or turn around and you, oh, you miss it again. Oh, yeah, I, I used to hate I that. Oh, I used to watch that shit too. That's crazy. You'd be like, yeah, the TV Guide. Yeah, the TV Guide channel. 
I remember that shit. You'd be like, all right, now I know exactly when these other shits is coming. It was on. Channel ninety nine on the black box. It was uh, Channel ninety. Yeah, and I was like, okay, what is this? And then, boop, tales from the crypt coming up, eight uh, o'clock. Yeah, that was and a then, fucking creepy, stupid movie too. That fucked me up. I didn't like horror movies. They fucked me up. Like 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 tales from the crypt, the movie. I I love the, the, like the, bo- like the, the box. The box is what sh- I grew up on. The show. Yeah, the HBO show. Yeah. Because when we had the black box. It was a weird thing, but it was, I remember the whole family would, because we were just a bunch of Mexicans in like a six, I think it was like a six or five bedroom house, but it was like a lot of us. <laughs> a pack of men. And I just remember we would all just get to the living room, turn off all the lights, and then you, you just Watch the very scary shit? Yeah, the fucking, the I would hate that, I would hate that. And then, tales from the crib. Right, right. And I'm just watching it as a kid, and my brother's just putting his hand on me like at certain times to freak me the fuck out. Yeah, Or I'm like, what the fuck? yeah. I remember the show was, it was a movie too, right? It was two movies. Right? The, I mean, Bord- was that the first? The first and then... Was, which one? Was it the first? Which one had the box with the roaches in it? That was, that was the Tales from the Crypt. I won't say Tales from the Crypt had them because they had the... Um, there was a scene where this... Oh, you mean Creep Show? Creep Show. That's what I'm thinking Creep about. Creep Show's the one with the roaches. Yes. Yeah. So that one yeah. fucked me up. Yeah. It fucked up a lot of people. It did because like, they had the box... Full of roaches. Yeah. And you know, back in the days, that wasn't CG. Yeah. They had a box full yeah. of roaches. I bet them motherfuckers was on set like, we got to fucking do this in one take. Yeah. Because when we bust this box open, nigga, that's fucking nasty. They and all... the roaches scattered. Now they all in the city. <laughs> oh, like, right? It takes a in lot. Joe's apartment. Fuck that. <laughs> the fuck? That shit fucked me up. I was like, <sighs> disgusting. Ever since then, I haven't been able to really digest and look at large groups of insects yeah. mounded up on things. Yeah. I can't fuck with that. It's just like it's just like that's just like unstoppable. Like the blob. <laughs> yeah. It's like the blob. You can't kick it, you can't punch it. It's just like it's gonna consume you. What the fuck? It's a blob of insects. I don't fuck with that. Yeah. You know, I can't do that. It's like that's no. What about did you ever watch They Live? That one Zombie I- movie, right? Not zombie. It was an alien movie. With um, Rod Stewart. I mean, um, uh, Roddy, 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 Roddy Piper. Roddy, Roddy yeah, Piper. And Keith David. Mm-hmm. Fucking Keith David's voice is just awesome. He's just smooth. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, um, but yeah, it's, you put on the special like Ray-Bans and it shows who, who the aliens you can, are. You can see who the aliens the are billboards. out of the populace because the, uh, the, uh, the, the aliens are blending in. But the billboards are all like propaganda or some shit. Right? Yeah, the so, billboard has like a woman with a perfume, but then you put the glasses on it just says obey. The next one says eat. Next one says reproduce. The next one says sleep. Yeah. And then it just says money is good. Money is Programming. good. Programming. Programming. Yeah. Programming the populace. It was a fucking great movie, dude. That yeah. That's one of my top movies, dude. Because mm. it's it's not really a horror, it's, but, but it's, it, it is. It's, it's out there. It's cerebral. Yeah. And it's just like, all right, what if it's kind of like the Matrix? Like, you plugged out with this. It was like, the Matrix. It's, yeah. It's like you put these glasses on. That was it. That, they're, that they're was the, the Matrix before the Matrix. He was like, we are in this. We're already caught up. They're feeding this shit, and we don't even realize they're doing it to us. That was that's what John that Carpenter is. right there. Man. That's like that there's great. a movie on uh, Netflix called Branded. Yeah, you ever seen yeah, that? yeah. That shit was fucked up too. It was like uh, some. What the, it started out with some dude who's in advertising who goes to the outback to, I guess, get his inspiration or something, and he's trying to get away from marketing and branding and all that you know corporate shit. Yeah. So he goes away to get away from it, but then something happens. Where he desensitizes himself from everything, and when he comes back, he's able to see and recognize the brand. the psychic parasite leeches that brand 
corporations yeah. have attached to us in the populace. So imagine you're walking down the street, you see this motherfucker walking the opposite way with this gigantic um, Ronald McDonald, Mickey, like Ronald McDonald, uh, McDonald, like colored theme, like balloon. Yeah. Leech things like attached to your back, and it's like a big ass balloon. It looks like a fucked up McDonald's, Ronald McDonald looking type creature, uh, bacteria looking thing. Yeah, and it's attached to him because that motherfucker loves McDonald's. And there's everybody has something attached to them to whatever they're really fucking, whatever brand they're really down with. And the billboards look all fucked up and everything, you know. When yeah. he's able to, so imagine now in this situation, he's able to see the shit around him. Like, like he can't turn it off. Yeah. So imagine before you're like, oh, I believe in us. You know, everything is good. I'm, I'm oblivious to like, you know, you know, everything. Brands is good. Get a burger, blah blah blah. But now he's like, I can't turn. Everybody has a a, a, a parasite attached to yeah. them, and it, and they all look really weird and like. Oh, well, he's seeing what Doctor Strange sees. Yeah, yeah, with them funky. Like, he's he's, he's, he's he seeing he he's seeing demons, parasites, everything leeching the people. Him and Ice can get that funky wizard vision. What they yeah. call it? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, that's 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 crazy shit. That's what that guy got. He got that fucking mm-hmm. funky ass vision. So he's like, yeah, that shit, that shit was creepy too. Like I said, just the idea and visual. The visual of it was like, oh, that's kind of surreal. Hella yeah. surreal, you know. And then it's, what? Is it? I think he sacrificed a type of bull or something because he was supposed to go there. To synthesize himself and do this ritual, and I think it's called. Like, he was able to cut this, this I think slaughter a bull or something, bathe in his blood or something weird like that. And then he was able to see. <laughs> and I want to say I remember a scene where like the he was looking up at the stars, and all of a sudden they it, it, the stars turn into like this giant bull. Yeah. And because you don't notice it's a bull until the bull turns its head at you, and it's and it's made out of stars. It was yeah. a cool visual. It has a lot of cool visuals. Uh, it's, it looks like a movie that was done like from Finland or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know what you mean. It, it came out a while ago, but mm-hmm. it's been on Netflix for a while. That shit is dope. Branded, check for yeah. it. It's, it's it'll fuck with you. It's good shit, you know. Yeah, branded. And then, well, I think the last movie I would fucking recommend for you to watch is always The Thing. Not the original one from like the fifties, but the John Carpenter one with Kurt Russell. You know, you've seen the thing, right? I when they're in say... that, when they're in the Arctic, and then yeah, yeah, the, the, the alien. alien that turns into anybody. Yeah, yeah but it's... then it's like it, t- what, it, it at the end it turns into like it, it looks all disgusting because it's, it's touched too many people or something. Yeah, it, well, yeah, because it can't like it can't. I think it has too much DNA in it. And it can't like figure it out, or he's threatened and he's trying to turn into like some fucking multiple things at once, like, big thing that could kill. Yeah, like, protect kill himself or something. Yeah. It's like a dog and a couple human beings and shit and. It was an ill visual. It was like, ugh. Okay. Again, though, great practical effects. Those fucking effects were fucking... That part where, like, the, guy, uh, the guy's dying, so they're trying to get the defibrillator, mm-hmm. and then he does it to his stomach. He's like, all right, clear. And then the second time he does it again, the stomach just opens, has teeth, mm. and it just chomps on the guy's arms, and it rips off. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah. ah, he's just screaming. And then the dog one, like the alien, uh, the thing, he takes the dog DNA, and he's trying to turn into a dog, and then, like, his skin just falls off, so he's just a skull, and then the skull opens, and it's like just a mouth. It's very flowery when you know it. Yeah, 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 very blossomy. It looks like yeah, like very flowers, like but with teeth. It's fucking great. Yeah, the best one though is when the the same guy whose belly opens, mm-hmm. his head falls off, mm. and the head grows like these little spider legs, and then these yeah, two like long yeah, eyes, and yeah, then yeah, trying I to walk that, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah like I couldn't. I grew up knowing that people like that shit. Uh, but I can't fuck with it. It just... I ain't trying to sound like I'm a pussy. 
<laughs> but I can't fuck with it. No, and the, but the funny thing is that's not even um. I mean, I don't, I can't even, I don't even know if it's a horror movie. To me, it's more suspense. It's a mystery movie. Like, who the Which fuck the is thing? Alien? Yeah. I feel like, like any, any, any good story should be kind of mysterious. You know, like, oh, well, you know, what are they doing next? What's yeah. A, B, and C? Whether you go like, oh, we're going down the road. We're going to pick flowers. Uh, and then, you know, we'll take a swim in the lake. Oh, my, that's, that's still mystery. Like, what are you going to do next? What are y'all yeah. doing? I'm invested. I want to know what the fuck's up. What's going on? So, yes. But, yeah, like I said, for me, I was like, ooh. The motherfucker's stomach open up and teeth in and shit. I'm like, this is, I don't even see that shit. The fuck is this shit? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You probably wouldn't like uh, Dawn of the Dead than the original. Very the, the, gory. The old school zombie movie? Yeah. The, the, the black one, and white one? No, that's Night of the Living Dead. Because I remember that. I the remember seeing one. that. Yeah. And it's like, that was that one, like, they're different. It's like, I was, I was, I was, I was amazed that zombies came back in a big way and people fell in love with them. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is the fascination with zombies? Why are they cool? Oh, they're lively. They're Walking Dead. I'm like, okay, the Mummy yeah. was the Walking Dead, so why ain't he cool again? You know? Yeah. He was the original zombie. The original zombie, Mummy. And then yeah. it was like somebody like, I'm gonna take the bandages well, off. Well, that's actually Frankenstein. Frankenstein was a zombie too. Frankenstein was reanimated body parts. Yeah, it's a zombie. Uh, it's a half life. It's, it, it's Frankenstein is for me. I'll the like the this. only difference I'll is like this. I feel like the mummy was actually a person who died and came yeah, back yeah, to came life. Back, yeah. So that's like a zombie to me. Yeah. So Frankenstein was different body parts, shocked with electricity and came to life. That's yeah. a half life to me. You know, what I mean, he wasn't born. He was made. There he is. And he's made of different parts. Boom. So he's not a zombie. But, but in most zombie movies, they're made. So it, it, no, I'll play like this. You probably know more about horror than I do. I'm not going to even try yeah, to. It's yeah, not a contest. Yeah. I'm just going off what I know. So from what I know, I know there's been scenarios where, boom, something happens and the planet gets irradiated. The dead starts walking. Yeah. Or they'd be like, you know what, science, man's fucking around. Okay, some type of like back, some type of spore. Boom. You know, zombies. Yeah. People, people are zombies. You know what I mean? So it's, always, it's either man-made or naturalism shit. Um, but zombies have always been, you know, like but like I said, the mummy... For mine, the original zombie. Frankenstein, not a zombie. Yeah. He's you know, he, he he was never alive. He was never around. A zombie is reanimated life, you know, when there was life before. Frankenstein is just body parts that get shocked and come to life. So that's the difference for me. Did you ever, did you ever watch But the, I feel you. Did you ever watch the comedy version of Night of the Living Dead? The Return of the Living Dead? It was the comedy version of it? Uh, I don't think so. It was like it came out in I the know 80s. Why Sh- like it Shaun was, it was of the like, Living Dead. Well, with, 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 with Sha- that, I remember that one was, was like, cool. Was like that was the si- Simon Pegg and uh, him and his homie were Nick doing. Nick Cross. Yeah, Nick Cross, they were doing yeah. like, you know, like their own zombie scenario. And it was funny and good. It was like, it was, it was creepy. It was, it was, you know, it was funny. It was action packed. I was like, I actually, I saw it and I enjoyed it. And I was just like, all right, it's not trying to scare me. It's trying to be like, you know what? We got. Well, yeah, it's funny, but it's like, we got little zombies. scares. Like, we got jump scares. Like, ah. Right, right. We got zombies. Come get this shit. Yeah. You know, we're going we're gonna to jump you, but we got zombies. Come get this shit. And I'm like, cool. You know, I was down with that. What I really liked was uh, 28 Days Later. Oh, that, that fucking one. movie was great. That's it took me a while to get it, but I was like, okay, like, they're not get, zombies. They're rage monsters. You, well, yes, yes, yes. They're, they're affected. They're infected. Yeah. So, that, so now, instead of, in the modern age, you have zombies who come back to life. But now we have the infected. yeah. So in modern tale, it's like, oh, you can infect motherfuckers and turn them into, you know, a horde. Yeah. Basically. Un- unstoppable horde. Like I said earlier about the roaches and insects yeah. and things that just you just can't stop it. It's, it's too many of them. 
that's basically what they're trying to do is like you know we're gonna shock you with overwhelming odds you know and I, I will say the original uh, Night of the Living Dead shit was like was cool because it wasn't necessarily about zombies it was about surviving with other humans in a holocaust and how do you act amongst this shit that's threatening you so zombies were like the backdrop and these people in this house were trying to fucking survive and, and without knowing each other really yeah. they held up in this house and like you know I don't know you like that but you know we need each other to survive because everybody else is the walking dead Yeah. and what are we going to do so we got to help each other so if there's prejudices and shit you got to get over that shit and they got to deal with that you know if there's you know lustful motherfuckers or whatever the fuck you got to deal with that shit you know there's there's zombie fleshy motherfuckers outside yeah. we gotta figure out what we're gonna do from eating surviving how far does it spread out there's so much other shit survival well the first um, his name is George Romero mm-hmm. the guy who made the movies yeah but his those zombie movies he always used them as a way to say something about like society oh of course yeah so like the first one I think was done in the 60s oh ooh that one like, the, the, the thing about the black one yeah and, yeah. That, and that that's the original that's the that was about racism day. yeah yeah that's, cause that's like he had a black dude in the house coming to get you yeah yeah, yeah he had the black dude in the house but, with I him I mean not only was he in the house but he was taking command he like, was, listen, he, listen he, let's he, tell it right. He, he was charge. he was the one taking charge. It was the house full of white folks. He was a black dude. They were all wilding out. Didn't know what to do. He was the one like you know. Let's keep let's let's take command and do. What he we slaps do. a white lady because she's going all crazy. She like, was wilding the fuck out. Needed like, that backhand. Right, right, right. <laughs> so it's like in back in the day, it was like ooh, black yeah. dude and a white woman don't do that. Yeah, you yeah. know, black dude taking charge. That's wild. You know, fuck. So he's the one that survives the you know the whole zombie thing, and then at the end. When the police come, yeah, they're like, you know, he's like, yo, don't shoot this and this and that, you know, like I'm here. No, he, does, he doesn't say he anything. He didn't say anything. They do shoot him though. All he does is uh, he comes he, out. He sees the cops coming and he's still in the house. Yeah, and he looks in the window in the blinds, and he doesn't say anything or do anything. He just looks in the window and somebody, the cop, just sees somebody and be like, oh, there's one of them. He shoots and him. he shoots him, uh, thinking it's a zombie. He didn't. They didn't think it was a person or anything because it was like so dark in the house, but they could still see the bodies walking around. Uh-huh. So he sees somebody in the window. And then he just shoots him. They never explain anything, but then, like, at the end of it, they show a video. Or not not video, but it's all, like, uh, photographs yeah. of just, like, the white guys, all the cops coming with, like, those sickles. And then they just grab his body, and then they throw him in with the fire. Yeah. Like, he just, he just died the janky death. it photos. It's yeah, not, it's yeah, not yeah. That was dope. Clever storytelling at the yeah. end, too. But I think was, that was probably for the cost as well, because you can't, the like, 3D, just grab the body and... Oh, well, like, no, the, the like, stuff, well, but, like, even then. Even then, it's like... That's like clever editing, clever yeah, storytelling. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's, that makes it so much more powerful. But the fact that dude being black, surviving, all, he does survive, all that he's the shit, last one, that last one to survive yeah. out of the whole zombie thing until the next day, and then the cops come shooting yeah. and toss him in the fucking like pile of bodies like he ain't nothing. Yeah. It's like the fucked up thing about the movie. It's like damn, brother man gets no breaks. Yeah, no breaks. Even if you built for this shit, you get no breaks. And it comes at you like if you've never seen the movie, it comes at you quick. You're like, what the fuck? That's it? Yes. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's all you that was the, All it was was an isolated story of yep. these group of survivors and how it ends for them. Yeah. They don't even talk about how the zombies come out, do they? They just, they no. just, they just hear some zombies. This, this, these George, people are George trying Romero to survive. Movies, they never explained. It was just... You ain't got to. You know what I mean? You just was, be like, what, how did the zombies happen? Who gives a fuck? The full the, moon. The second one, Dawn of the Dead, was the one about how people just go to malls because it's the one where they get stuck in the mall oh yeah the 80s, I remember that yeah that whole 
that thing was like zombies okay, like in the mall, like shopping and buying yeah, and shit like that. That's right. They even say right. they're like, "What are they doing here?" They're like, it's probably just reflex. You know, it's natural to them and uh, coming to the mall. So that's why the zombies all went to the mall. Yeah, shopping and buying yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, I remember that now. Because they was just that, like, boom, yeah. and that was just like a take on society, being like, "Yeah, yeah you guys shop too much, yeah. consumerism, yeah. all this shit." Look at your Romero always had a message in his movies. Yes. Like, to him, they weren't just zombie movies; they were message movies, but the zombies were. Delivering the message. Oh, I of guess. course, he knew people were like it took people them like to do some, that. People yeah. like some zombies. And people I mean, like, and, I, and I got something to say. And of course, though, there's people who just went into that movie not knowing, and they're like, it was just a good zombie movie. Oh, of course, whatever. And it's nothing bad. At but the, the end of the day, like, you 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 hope and pray that it's a good movie. Yeah. Period. And then if you learn something, that's a bonus. Yeah. You can't force shit on people because they don't. When you force it on them, that's when they rebel. That's why motherfuckers is all tripping about forced diversity in comics and shit now. Like our next podcast, we should talk about that uh, uh, comics gate shit. Cause yeah, because that's, that's, that's a hot topic. We can't get into it now. But like, I want to bring DJ back and have us all sit down and discuss this shit. Cause I don't she, know a damn thing about it. You don't know and, nothing. And I'm not, I've been I'm doing not gonna... and she's she's adamantly about it. So like, we it'll be a good triangle to talk about. So yeah. Because I don't know if I should look up on it, but I'm not. I'm just going to wait. You should. Don't be, don't be up like this. Don't be. I, I would say yes. Look up on it. No, Check I, for it. Like, I know. You I, know, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't know anything. But I know the stuff that I've seen on Twitter, which is like artists supporting the cause. But I don't know what the fuck cause what it is. is. Oh, yeah. We'll get into I that tried, next I time. I try to look for a link, but it's like, all right. But yeah, no, that'll you be can YouTube time. it. You can YouTube it. Like I use. I, I, DJ was selling it to me. And then I YouTubed it on my own. And I was like, oh. And the pieces and the puzzles came together to me. Like, oh, this is that, and this is that, and this is why. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm, okay, how do I feel about it? And this, you know, so <clears throat> we'll right, talk yeah, about, we'll, that, we'll next talk about that next time. All right, guys, that's it. We're done. We'll see you again next time. For uh, I Am Comics Podcast, it's been Josh Casper. And this is JJ Kirby. Get your shit off the curb. <laughs> uh, you guys can listen to us on, what was it? Google Play Music, iTunes, and SoundCloud. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All right, guys, read on.